touch what is touch it can be simple yet so complex studies show that touch signals safety and trust it kind of calms the individual a simple touch something as simple as holding hands with our loved ones can make us really happy while for some touch can be seen as a sign of love and affection we also need to understand that it can also be threatening to some we live in a world where people are almost normalized that simple and small acts of love in the form of touch such as shaking hands hugging someone giving them a back rub is okay and everyone should be fine with it we kind of need to unlearn that and understand that what may be seen as a sign of love to us could be threatening to some because of various reasons you know something such as past trauma or discomfort consent is always important even for something as simple as hugging someone on this episode of yours mentally we talk about the psychology of touch and how it affects our mental health this was a really interesting episode because there was so much to learn and take back from it so many new things that i got to learn that i didn't know before this episode is in conversation with shubhangi more who is a counseling psychologist so without further ado let's get right into the episode so on today's episode where we talk about psychology of touch shubhangi why is touch important in psychology hi aman thank you so yes why is touch important in psychology i think the power of touch is profound it is really a first language and also one of the early senses that develops in a human infant i believe touch is a powerful way to communicate you strengthen your relationships and also it's a way that you soothe yourself and others around you you know like a gentle pat encouraging touch all these can convey so many different things and emotions to people around us and i think unconsciously touch can also affect your decisions and behavior to a very large extent and that's why you will find a lot of research in this area so i think with touch uh, there's also you know i would say that touch is as important as food and security it protects your body at both physical and psychological levels so i think that's where the psychology of touch comes in right okay and shubhangi i was also wondering how do we perceive a significant other's touch and mm-hmm. say a friend or family member's touch differently so there are of course boundaries around touch especially in the indian context mm-hmm. and you know more on the asian culture i would say that you know when used in the right context by the right person it can make us feel safe but again when when uh, again you know when used when not used in the right context by the right person it can lead to a bad or unsafe touch so that's where you when we say that you know cold touch can increase distance and whereas in the same way a non sexual warm touch can strengthen your bond so yeah. touch has touch has a capacity to you know nurture your relationships so i think uh, this is how we perceive a significant other's touch very different from a friend or a family member's touch and because one simple touch can convey so many things we associate meanings with different kinds of touch and that's why it is so important to us right so shubhangi how can sensory deprivation affect our mental health okay so when we talk about sensory deprivation i would you know like to mention a very a uh, prominent figure's name it it goes by the name dr tiffany field he is a director at the touch research institute and he talks about touch hunger and he quotes touch hunger as the unsatisfied desire of mm-hmm. people for more social touch so you know the need to touch and be touched is a very basic human need which is hardwired into our nervous system and when this need is not met 
it can also impact our physical our mental emotional well being at so many different levels mm-hmm. so as humans we are very wi- we are wired to like skin to skin contact it it exists from the very you know from the very first time when we are a human embryo the touch is still there and as you know when we come out as infants the it's always been there and this is the way we first learn to learn to communicate with others so now when this deprivation exists for a long time it can affect our mental health and you know it can also have impacts on our emotional well-being so sense yes this is how a deprivation can affect your mental health right yeah i've been uh, yeah. deprived of touch of a significant other for quite some time now <laughs> to be in a relationship <laughs> <laughs> oh god and shubhangi can you tell us how does physical touch or physical intimacy improve our mental health okay i will go a little into biology but i'll try to make it yeah. a little easier okay so the role of touch here comes in a way where you know it releases a certain kind of a hormone which is known as oxytocin and which you, which is you, you generally know this name called as the cuddle chemical or the love hormone and uh, when you touch someone when you physically touch someone a trigger gets released in the form of yeah. oxytocin and it makes us feel uplifted it increases feelings of trust in one another and uh, that also that given given have said that it also improves your relationship satisfaction so you know because we know that relationships are a big part of our lives and uh, when there is physical intimacy between the two between two people or partners that can obvi- that can directly lead to you know better well being in terms of both physical and emotional so touch provides us with comfort connection security and having said that uh, also a quote by dr tiffany comes to my mind which says that you know no other sense can arouse you like touch and we know how yeah. well it works between partners so mm-hmm. it increases bond it uh, it you know it increase it can increase the bond it strengthens relationships now um, apart from this it also it also helps in another hormone which which is called the cortisol level so yeah. uh, it reduces it reduces the cortisol level which is also known as the stress hormone so when you are when you know someone touches us sexual or non sexual touch it releases it also reduces the stress inside our body and that can you know that can again give us signals that can al- always again generate happy signals inside our body Mm-hmm. so affectionate touching like maybe hu- hugging each other kissing back rubs these are all these are enough to release oxytocin so i think this is how physical intimacy you know improves our mental health overall yeah i mean i completely yeah. agree with you i feel like physical intimacy a lot of people joke about it that you know this person only wants a relationship so that you know he can have action that's how gen z terms it but mm-hmm. i feel like physical intimacy is really important in a relationship like i know there's a whole side of emotions to it but like yes. there are some people who also seek physical intimacy who do find it important yes, so definitely. like like even i myself like i really like holding hands with my partner i have not had one for more than one and a half year but when i did have one i really liked her, uh, you know holding her hand and it was it was it was just a very very good feeling like you know it's like in that moment mm-hmm. i just forget all all the you know problems that i have and it just felt so much better so mm-hmm. That. that's where you know the release of oxytocin and also the yeah. 47 levels going down right so shubhangi can you tell us the factors that are involved when it comes to touch mm-hmm. right so like aman like you know i was mentioning that there are of course boundaries when it comes to touch especially in the asian culture so we all have a zone of personal space right and that can depend on so many factors for example the culture that we come from does your culture encourage physical contact 
so and you know the length of touch how long the touch was or the relationship with the person the context there's so many factors that comes into being another important factor that comes to my mind is that which part of the body you are touched at so for example a touch on face can mean two different things at different context and the relationship with the person so like uh, maybe a partner touching touching your face could mean that uh, could you know could be a sign of physical intimacy but at the same time a colleague or a coworker touching your face could see could be seen as harassment right so there's so many factors involved when it comes to touch and you know there are there are people need to talk about it and you know talk about their boundaries and how they feel about it and how they like to be touched and what are the appropriate places that they are okay in being touched at definitely and shubhangi for a sexual assault survivor how does the psychology of touch change you know because of Mm-hmm. the trauma that they are faced i would just like to give a trigger warning here yeah that, so for a survivor touch becomes a very tricky thing the same need that have been hardwired into a nervous system can put survivors in a very difficult position to be at and you know that's where we that's where the safe touch comes in it is very important to define what is acceptable for you what is non acceptable and also to have boundaries wherever necessary so touch when used appropriately can nourish our health and relationships but at the same time a bad or unsafe touch can impact our overall well-being so i generally encourage people to use a safe word when engaging in a physical contact this can yeah. you know help you establish a sense of safety and trust to begin with because what the whole point of being the whole point of the whole point to touch and be touched at be touched is you know to develop a sense of safety security connection so it is very important to help others understand where your boundaries are if there are places that you don't like to be touched at that because i know a lot of people who don't like hugging so you know then let people know that hugging is not something that's acceptable for you or maybe if there are times that it is okay for you to ask for, ask for a hug then always be very clear and straightforward around it so shubhangi through the covid-19 pandemic people have stayed at home without human touch for months together how do you think this has changed their perception of touch so touch is a vital part of our human experience and i was recently reading somewhere that you know in this pandemic the very thing that we were programmed to need is also what can harm us the most and that is so true i mean in this pandemic we were all you know uh, not allowed to have human contact and there were so many people who had increase in anxiety because of living alone with absolutely no human contact so i think the very first change that i have noticed in people is that you know increase in anxiety on also our brain has gone into a state of hyper vigilance where when we are more active and alert and you know that has led us to being sensitive to threats so now even a common cold can trigger people and can you know yeah. they can make them very alert and they can make them very sensitive to a new threat so i think more because of all this more and more people are realizing the need for touch it has considerably changed during the pandemic i have also seen a positive change where people want to learn you know how to manage their own physical need and you know how to manage your own physical touch need like you were also talking about it amand that you know it's been a long time since you were since you were seeing someone so i think now 
there is there's a lot of physical for there's a lot of positive change that has seen here that people want to be uh, you know part of something like a group like a community or support group in that way and while we're talking about this i would also like to mention about touch hunger and there uh, you know there are, of course there are a lot of ways you can manage your touch hunger and some examples i would give here is that maybe uh, give yourself a massage play with an animal and you know sleep with a pillow taking a long warm shower and you know wrapping your arms around yourself these are some ways you can manage your touch hunger at the same time living through a pandemic mm-hmm. because humans are born with an innate need for physical touch so it's uh, it's high time we understand and you know try and regulate ourselves also i mean if you could if you could ask someone if you could you know if you have someone that you live with that's another thing but then if you are also living alone there are some ways you can still manage your hunger touch hunger in the same time right i, I just say sleep with a teddy bear honestly like sleep i mean like cuddle your teddy bear not yeah yeah that people would have assumed a teddy bear that <laughs> yeah so shubhangi lastly i want to ask so a lot of people who have relationships you know they do have one partner who probably isn't very comfortable with physical intimacy not just in the beginning phase of the relationship but for a long while for whatsoever reason so how would someone like say the other partner who is you know who does like physical intimacy how would you how can that partner deal with you know this so uh, there this this is a very common issue when especially i think even with touch and also with sexual drive Mm-hmm. two partners can have varied sexual drives so you know it becomes a little tricky to you know navigate how to navigate this whole situation what i generally recommend is if i mean first of all if i if i do get i do get couple couples something uh, you know working on this so i think the very first step is to acknowledge that okay we do have differences that you know our drives are different and one person needs more of the touch and the other person doesn't so I, uh, the first step is to acknowledge it and the second is you know coming to a middle line wherein that if if not let's say if we don't engage if we don't engage in a sexual contact but can we also but can we engage in a non sexual contact or maybe if if maybe one person is not interested to one person is you know is is just okay with hugging somebody right so like let's say you if not if not exactly in a penetrative sex maybe you could just hug your partner for i mean for like 1 minute 2 minutes so then that also helps if someone has a touch hunger then how can you you know meet your partner's needs but at the same time also respect your own need so i think coming to a middle coming to a middle line that okay this is how i can do it but also not relying on your partner for all your needs because your partner cannot be i think we all have this notion ki one partner has to fulfill all our needs and that is not true and that it cannot be possible so i think also understanding that there are ways that i can also manage my skin hunger without not relying on my partner for all the time at all like all times of the day so maybe like i like i said that you know there are some ways you can manage touch hunger and all of these ways are something that you can do it alone and you don't need a partner for that so that was quite a good episode i feel like so much to learn for myself as so many things that i didn't know and uh, you know now i can finally put away my touch hunger by saying all the things you told me to do the yeah. dabbing the pride to cut while now Pisha, you're laughing like you were in a relationship or something. Okay, okay, don't laugh at me. But uh, yeah, so thank you, Shivangi, for being with us no and teaching us a few things. And to everyone listening, thank you for listening, and I'll see you in the next episode.